0: Hi, I'm Georgiana at Holistic Life Hub. Welcome to today's episode about happiness and how to learn it every single day. Psychologists have noticed that the way in which we think and act is producing happiness or unhappiness. Each time we are actually free to choose. It is still important to find the fastest way towards authentic fulfillment. You can actually attain the habit to be happy. The steps are simple. First of all, relax. Sit down in a comfortable armchair. Relax your body. Remember a moment when you were quite happy in your past. Live it again. What were you thinking then? Allow a smile to appear again. Let it blossom now. Discover the mechanism. If you manage, just once you will manage it time after time, for sure. When you modify your attitude, actually you transform your state. So when you think of happiness, you maybe remember a moment you experienced during a date in the park with your beloved, or when you passed the most difficult exam, or when your colleagues from work appreciated you, why is that? because most of the time we associate happiness with events from our life, with something which happened outside ourselves. And yet, happiness is an inner state which can be evoked and lived all the time, even when there is nothing sensational happening in our life. Even if the events which made you happy has passed, you can maintain the state of happiness through something which in holistic yoga is called evocation. Maybe you have observed that lovers are always radiant and happy when they remember the moment when they met their beloved. They evoke the best moments spontaneously because of being in love. You can do this yourself at will with different happy moments from your life. Anyway, There is much better to evoke happy moments than to let your mind remain anchored in traumatic situations or negative situations which only feed our being with suffering and fears. There is another modality through which you can keep the state of happiness in your life. While being happy, be aware of your body attitudes, of the way in which you are breathing, your way of thinking, of your attitude on the whole, of the way you interact with others. Memorize those attitudes in order to apply them later in more difficult moments because the attitude creates the aptitude. When you have a hard day, straighten your spine, look straight, smile to those around you, be full of goodwill. Such an attitude can transform, as through a miracle, a hard day into a good one, in which those around you will help you and support you, they will help you to solve the problem which you encounter, or the day will be better simply because you choose to be happy and to adopt a bracing attitude. So you'll see, things you have to do can appear to be not so hard. Once you have attained the state of happiness, or another positive state, keep it. This is an efficient solution for the problems which you meet in life. It's important to remember that the road to happiness goes through the heart. It is worth, therefore, to make time for love. We live our lives in a continuous haste. How many times have you postponed week after week or walk through the park? or a weekend of delightful intimacy with your Beloved. And yet, it is worth making time for love. It feeds our inner universe if we grant it time. It will offer us energy for the soul. If we love more, we live more intensely and we are more fulfilled. We all keep the synthesis of our past experiences, past loves, victories and defeats. But when we think of love, everything appears in a livelier light, more special, more mysterious. It is possible that we do not remember what we have done, for example, a year ago in a certain moment, but if that day is the day of love, so to call it, when we first met the man or the woman of our dreams, everything comes back to our mind. We experience again A state of exaltation, effervescent, our eyes sparkle with joy. We easily evoke details, images, sensations, feelings. We understand once more that love is the golden thread in our lives and this bright impress makes us be happier, simply closer to ourselves. What about our love stories? Each of us has lived a few truly profound love stories, so pick one of them. Remember how you felt more beautiful, more powerful, more special. You felt that life is full of mystery and happiness. You enjoyed every moment completely. And after a while, when love has passed beyond the fire of desire and crystallized what was necessary to be crystallized, you discovered yourself through the other one you reflected yourself in your beloved and as well you reflect your beloved you loved the other ones more and more every day you let yourself be loved more and more moment by moment maybe you even went further without waiting for anything else without having any more pretensions or requests in this manner I'm sure you have discovered unconditional, true love, spiritual love that makes you stronger, more conscious and more alive. In that love that takes in everything, me and you, become one single feeling, one single colour, the two of us. Your love is more intense, more conscious, it becomes infinite. A secret recipe to happiness is Give and you shall receive. Love is constructive and creative. It unites us. It raises us. It is a force that regenerates, awakens the soul. It is a substance that dissolves indifference, unhappiness, the feeling of loneliness that many people suffer from. Poems, inspired music, paintings that breathe beauty all have love in common, and the same goes for us. We are full of love. That is why we can give from the overabundance of our love. Love is real, as real as we are. It is not a sterile concept, but it is a secret magic. Love is permanently present in our soul. And here is the small big secret of happiness, that love is permanently present in our soul, always at our disposal. Once we have discovered this secret, it never leaves us. What's the use of looking for love outside of us or asking for it from others? If you do not give, you do not receive. So, giving love we shall be loved fully So let's grant ourselves time for love. Love is the mission of our existence and it comes with an infinity of nuances. Coming to this point, we can come with a legitimate question. Is there a key to our daily happiness? Because we all want to be happy. In fact, with what we do, almost all of us, it is in search for happiness. Some are conscious about this fact, others are not. We want to obtain what we consider that we need. A job, a home, a car, a lover, a husband, or a wife, a child, and so on. And when we obtain this, we are happy, at least for a while. Because immediately after fulfilling a desire, there comes another one. We want to fulfill this one too, for the same reason, we want to be happy, and so on. Our life becomes a chase for happiness that, we believe, it depends on something or on someone exterior to us. And still, all spiritual authentic traditions underline the fact that happiness doesn't come from outside, it comes from within. What is the truth, actually? If we look very realistically and honestly at our life and the life of people around us, We see that truly the constant state of happiness comes from within, from the relation we have with ourselves, from the way we relate to others, and from our conception about life, or in other words, from our point of view. What goes in our inner forum forms a kind of screen or filter through which we see people and life. This filter that limits us to a certain degree It limits the right perception of ourselves, people, and life. But it can be transformed consciously through concrete actions that we do. Let's take a very common example. If we fought with the Beloved One all day, or in the tragic case, or week, a month, or sometimes for years, of course we are sad and definitely not in the mood of communicating with those around us. Life seems somehow poor without color, but in the moment the conflict disappears, suddenly everything seems to shine. We again feel confident, we joyously communicate with others and life seems again complete. As we mature, actually we learn to deal very differently with these situations and to surpass them quicker. This kind of conflict does not color our entire life for days because we learned how to forgive. We now know that in love relationship, it is not important who is right, but who loves more. We now succeed to communicate to the other one about what we feel and need, and together we overcome the situation by settling together also what to do, so these situations won't appear again. All efficient psychotherapies and authentic spiritual traditions talk about forgiveness as being the key to our daily happiness. Because when we forgive, our filter on the world and people is radically transformed. We can say that the practice of forgiveness matures us spiritually very quickly and fills our soul with happiness. So forgiveness is the panacea of the soul and the key to happiness. It has been found that from a medical and social point of view, if we don't forgive, this can literally kill us. Via the body's diseases that this action of not forgiving generates, and also via the altering of the relationships and the environment that we live in. Today, the so called civilized man does not know any longer forgiveness to its fullest, firstly, because he's not educated in the authentic spiritual values like love, friendship, truth goodness, balance, humbleness, beauty, and so on. A great deal of importance is accorded to the cultivation of competition, ego, criticism, overpowering prestige, or simply power, especially financial power. But because we live in a transition era towards a real spirituality, we discover more and more often miracles of healing, when we focus on authentic values of life, like for example, love, forgiveness, humbleness, goodness, and so on, and we really cultivate them in our soul. These ethical and moral values have been the main axis of life in all spiritual traditions of humankind. The responsibility of overcoming successfully these crises belongs to every one of us through the choices we will make from now on. The practice of forgiveness therefore is essential. To forgive means to give up on any type of criticism, judgment, resentment for a person or a situation even if we are really right. It means to let love and compassion manifest through us because these two always work together it means to develop the wisdom of accepting people the way they are with all their characteristics and spiritual maturity level they have in this moment it means also accepting the situations the way they appear without blaming ourselves or others for them All these attitudes have, before anything else, a magic effect of our soul and inner life. It's just an appearance that forgiveness is a present given to somebody else, because, actually, we are giving it to ourselves. Forgiveness brings peace, a lot of inner silence, and thus, happiness and contentment. It is worth being applied just to convince ourselves through personal direct experience of its effects. So, what can we do in order to forgive? Before anything else we must really want to forgive. Then we can apply one of these consecrated techniques in which the main goal is attracting in our being the energy of forgiveness, the divine energy that flows in us from God when we ask this with faith. So here are some of the most efficient methods. The simplest one is to say a prayer from your heart with a firm faith using your own words. This works miracles. Another thing that we can do is the Hawaiian technique hoponopono, in which you repeat these four formulas I love you, forgive me. We can also say, I forgive myself, thank you, I am sorry. I will tell them again I love you, forgive me, thank you, I am sorry. We can also do our best to open our mind and soul as much as we can in seeing reality from the other one's point of view, not only from our. Point of view because this will enrich us very much. Also, it is very useful and efficient to really aspire in always acting from the right point of view according to the authentic moral and ethical values, that is, having a divine point of view. And when it is difficult for us to forgive, I warmly recommend that we ask for help from a person whose wisdom we trust in. We will certainly know that we have forgiven when we feel in our heart that we can truly love the person or the situation that produced the conflict, no matter if it was an exterior or an internal conflict. So the one that desires to love more than to be right, it will be a happier person even when it's obvious that that person is right. So if you choose loving before being right, you will see, you will build up your happiness and you will be able to have it every day. And when forgiveness will become a constant practice of our life, happiness will be also a habit for us. Thank you for listening to me. I'm Georgiana at Holistic Life Hub. I wish you a happy life which is full of the extraordinary capacity to forgive. Have a wonderful day.